It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. Josh was rushed into it either way. It's not like they had time to develop Josh. He was kind of thrown to the wolves because Nathan Peterman threw up a dud or five and a half. But Brando. If Eli Manning can be an undefeated New England Patriots team, then I can do anything that I want in this world. Like, I, you know? And Pat. Well, to quote Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> what, what better place than here? And, um, you know, what, what better time than now? <laughs> All right, it's Friday. Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. I feel like such a phony saying that it's Friday because it's actually Wednesday when we're recording this <laughs> always, but... That's like part of the intro now. I was like, what day are we recording this? What day is it coming out? Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at Buff Podcast. all that good stuff. Gentlemen, how is your Wednesday night going? Pat, you got a uh, really great pink sweater, so I'm going to ask you first. Sweatshirt, not a sweater. Sorry. Combo of both. I'm excited. I'm going to be at the game again. Um, hey. So excited nice. to watch Kenny Pickett make history, whether it's good history or bad history is still to be determined, but. Definitely feeling great today. How about you, Brando? How you feeling, big dog? Oh, not too bad. You know, we're almost through the school week here and happy Friday, like we said, even if it's a Wednesday, <laughs> it's almost our Friday. Uh, that's cool. They're going to the game, though. It should be a nice day, a good weather day, which we need more of in our Buffalo Bills home games. And hopefully I'm there as long as I can stay healthy here. Uh, but that's fun. Who are you going with? You going? You coming here? It's a uh, work, all you can eat, all you can drink bus trip. Sweet. There and back. Sweet. So, uh, wow. That is fun. Should be exciting. That's great. So you get a bus all the way back to Rochester. Like, yep. like your ride is ready to go. So as long as you don't miss it, like well, you're, you're set. I, mean, I can't. My entire office called off for the day after, except I didn't take the foresight to take that day off. So I literally am going to be like the only one in the office working because I didn't. If there's nobody else there, then are they going to know that you weren't there? Yeah, I have to, I have to give a, I have to give like an information session to a bunch of kids. (laughs) I can't, but I feel like if I was late to the session or was like incredibly tired, they might understand. So, you know, there you go. There you go. John, how you doing? You uh, ready for this upcoming game and this weekend? I really look forward to big spread games with the bills because this team is not really the, the, there's never been a narrative surrounding the bills that they lose in trap games or anything like that. Um, and I expect this one to be just a nice relaxing Sunday afternoon. And granted, you know, that's what we thought heading into last year against the Steelers and that didn't happen, but I'd really like to have a nice game like we did the first two games of the season where, you know, second half is coming up and we're up 14 points already and it's it's kind of a party and it's 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 everything that we want watching Bills football to be and everything that we literally dreamed about for our entire lives, you know, for them to be good at this point. So I'm looking forward to a non-stressful game because God knows with Kansas City coming up next week, we're going to need we're going to need to give our hearts a little rest there, you know rest up for that you know because that's going to be a heart attack and a half probably that game but i'm excited to get redemptions from the season opener last year i had a great time at that game only because i met some really cool pittsburgh fans as i was wheeling them around i don't remember if we were we were on the show at that point right we were doing Mm -hmm. yep yeah you talked about it yeah and uh 
They were really nice. Pittsburgh fans travel well. Bills Mafia will drown them out, but there will be some fans here from Pittsburgh. And to see Kenny Pickett's first career start, I like to think about the other quarterbacks that made first career starts. I was at Johnny Manziel's. He didn't start, but it was his first ever game action. Can you think of any other quarterbacks that may have done their first career start against Buffalo? I don't know. Oh, we saw Malik Willis, dude. We saw him take his first NFL snaps earlier this year. Yes, first snaps for him. Um, That's a good one. Do you have any other ones in your head, Brandon? No, that, just J. That's the only one. Uh, Johnny Manziel. I'm sure it's. it's I'm it's sure there's some. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we never play the Patriots till late, so Mac Jones was yeah. well into his career by the time that that he got around. Maybe Sam Darnold against the Jets. Maybe. maybe yeah, maybe because they always like played him week one in that kind of. And but that would have been that would have been a Nathan Peterman game, and Peterman opened up against the Ravens that year. Because the yeah. year that Peterman started would have been Darnold's rookie year, right? Yeah. Anyway, well, don't we don't want to go too far down to the, the Jets rabbit hole because, yeah. you know, God knows we take way too long with these game picks as it is. So, <laughs> And we did lose to a rookie quarterback last year, even though I hate his guts. But so. True, true. All right, uh, let's roll the intro and then we'll uh, recap last week. For the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right. So last week we had a much better week and it looked a lot more like this looks more like last year's scoreboard. So Brando going five and one. Hey. Back above 500 and everything is right with the world. Sweet. Um, I went four and two. Pat, you went three and three. New Orleans would have gotten you the extra win, and Brandon yeah, and I would also doink. would have, yeah, the double doink in in London, and uh, obviously, and then Tampa Bay against Kansas City was the other one that we had. I missed uh, Indy and Tennessee. I picked Indy in that one. Tennessee, obviously, the came coin out with the flip, victory. baby. Oh, Brandon, that's right. That's the pick that you I flipped yeah, the coin over, right? The coin, yeah. yeah see, <laughs> and you did better than I did. So, but anyway, so overall records, Pat, you're up to seven and 17. I'm at 10 and 14 and Brandon, you're at 13 and 11. So getting slightly better from uh, last weekend for sure. So making our way downtown, Uh, back up the ladder. (laughs) (laughs) So up first, Buffalo is the biggest spread of this year so far. Cool stat on this that I'm sure has been beaten to death. If any of you listeners listen to WGR or anything else that this is the first time that the Steelers have ever been 14 point underdogs, I believe, um, as a franchise since their inception, or at least as far back as spreads go. Um, so anyway, 14 point favorites, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Is there anybody who thinks that they're not going to win by 14 plus on Sunday and wants to make a case for it? Not it. Nope. I mean, we were, what were we? We were like 16 point favorites against the Texans and we beat them 45 to nothing last year. So, right. I have this stat here from NFL on CBS that the most wins by two touchdowns, 14 plus points since the start of last season in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills have 12 and there's five teams in the NFL that are tied with seven coming in second place. So, yeah. And obviously 20 straight wins were by, you know, however many points or more, 10 points or more, something like that. I don't remember what the, the stat was, but obviously that ended this past weekend. But all right, next up, we got Detroit at New England. Brandon, you want to go first? And uh, how are your Lions doing? They uh, The offense continues to hum out points. Number one scoring offense 
in the NFL, but probably the worst defense in the NFL. Historically, too, so. possibly of all time. Yeah. Yeah, they continue at this rate. I believe I saw something about that too. It was like they have the highest points for and the points against through four games, whatever, whatever yeah. they got going on in Dan Campbell's soup over there. I think the Lions are going to win this game. <laughs> I had some Campbell soup for dinner. Nice. <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> Campbell soup, man. I didn't even think about that when I said that. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you just said that yeah, off, I didn't, off I the didn't, cuff? I didn't Dan even Campbell think soup. about Campbell soup. That's funny. Because um, I had brilliant. some too. I've been, I've been eating just, the chicken noodle. Um, just brilliant. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> The line. This is also. Let's not forget the Matt Patricia revenge game for Detroit to see that bomb come back. Uh, is it in Detroit? It is in New in England. England. Ah, all right, I was gonna say see that bomb come back into the Ford Field as the visiting coach. But we're going there. Well, we're going with the Lions are going there, and Jared Goff, St. Brown, uh, Jamal Williams, and company are gonna put up some points on the Patriots. They're going to win. Yeah. Hopefully Amon Ross St. Brown plays for the sake of three out of the four of my fantasy teams and for sure. Do the but, Patriots have a quarterback? I don't even know who the quarterback is. No, they had the rookie come in and play last week and he, I think he threw a touchdown pass against green Bay. Um, but we'll see. I'm not sure what the status of Mac Jones is at this point, but Pat, what about you? Who do you think is going to win this one? I mean, Max said he's in his opinion, wanting to play. Um, okay. That being said, um, it is going to be a re- revenge game. It's not going to be a wrench body for Matt Patricia. He's still fat. Um, but uh, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta pick the lions, which is terrible. I, I feel team? like I am a, I feel like I'm a Bill Belichick simp yeah. and it hurts me to do this, but I mean, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. And if they burn me again, I will not pick them for the remainder of the season, but you heard it here first folks. <laughs> I'll them do that. I actually have to, I kind of hate myself for this because I love watching Detroit this year. A lot of fantasy implications, high scoring games. I have a lot of Detroit players on my fantasy teams. And so it's been fun to watch them and root for them this year. And, you know, I've come around on Dan Campbell after his initial interview. You know, I was like the rest of everybody with the, okay, you know, biting kneecaps and stuff like that. But I really like him. Uh, it was cool seeing the hard knock stuff. But I got to go New England in this one only because I feel like if Bill Belichick even slightly, even if New England's defense can slow down the offense just a little bit and they're still a little bit banged up at wide receiver. And I think DeAndre Swift is out for this game as well. Um, then New England is going to be able to put up points on Detroit just because it's Detroit's defense. So I'm, I'm going to go with New England in this one, unfortunately. But. Next up, we got the Chargers going into Cleveland. Pat, you want to go first on this one? Justin Herbert, give me the money. I like Jacoby Brissett. I think he's a great guy. I think he puts um, some average tape out there. Great to (laughs) fall asleep to, but yeah, give me the Chargers. (laughs) Pat, what's wrong? You love average quarterbacks. I only have have room in my heart for a couple of them. Mm -hmm. And also, (laughs) I did... TMI, but I'm in the bathroom today at my employer and I find an Austin Eckler football card on the ground next to the toilet. Perhaps a sign. <laughs> All right. Well, pass taking the signs into this weekend. Brandon, what about you? Chargers. Yeah. Same here. Nick Chubb could have a good game. I think that's cool that he's having a great season, but Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, Lillis goes on, Cleo Mack. There's not enough there for the Browns. Jesus Christ, Jackson. 
All right, Cincinnati at Baltimore. I'm going to go Baltimore on this one since it's my turn to go first, I think. Um, I think they bounce back from that that game against the Bills. I just don't, Baltimore's too good of a team to go two and three to me, and Cincinnati seems to be experiencing the Super Bowl hangover that we all kind of expected. But, uh, Brando, I saw this crazy stat that the Ravens are two and two and have only been trailing in a game for 14 seconds in their two losses. (laughs) So they are snake bitten here, I think, Dolphins and Bills with those two games. So give me the Ravens. They're going to be a powerhouse no matter what, as long as Lamar Jackson is behind center and John Harbaugh is the coach. So Pat, what about you? Give me Lamar. Say that man. All right. Dallas at LA Rams. Pat, you want to go first on this one? Sorry, I'm hitting you twice in a row. Oh, here, you're good, man. Um, Cooper rush, Cooper Cush. Kush, sorry, Cooper Kush. Cooper Kush. Put the right, the right real, letter, wrong real pronunciation. Re, he's real relaxed before the games, Cooper Kush. Yeah, that's what Pat, California that's what Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, I think, yeah, that one. But. Um, well, God, they looked bad in the Niners game. I mean, <laughs> uh, they God, they looked bad. I, I got to go with Cooper. I, I think, you know, and this was, I was thinking about this too, because you got to think the Cowboys play this game and then they play the Eagles next week. And if Cooper Rush wins both of those, I'll help breaks loose in Dallas, but Cooper Cush to the dome and then don't drive home. All right, here we go. So. If, if <laughs> Cooper right. Rush wins this game, is there a QB controversy for Dak? Do they? No, nah, that's because they I pay him thirty so. million a year. Um, Any who probably, I am going to take the Rams. Still, I read something that the Rams will run like the most hurry up offense, and Stafford's been sacked the most and lost the most yards in that hurry up offense than anybody else in the rest of the league. So maybe they have some points to be gained by improving their coaching and throwing the ball to somebody other than Cooper cup. But there's going to be somebody somewhere is going to come up with something to stop Cooper rush at quarterback. So the NFL goes, he's played a quarter of a season. Teams are turning into mid season form. But, I mean, that's the thing about the Cowboys is he doesn't have to be great. Like yeah. he can, you know what I mean? He's got two amazing running backs though too. I think that's, that's true. Yeah. And I think the other thing is people don't expect that much of him. So maybe they are, you know, maybe they're actually stacking the boxes. I'd, I'd be interested. I have no stats to back that up, but maybe, maybe he's seeing heavier boxes, which is greater for throwing obviously. So maybe it just takes a couple of adjustments to, you know, respect the passing game and, you know, or maybe they're just not asking him to do too much and they were asking Dak to do too much. And when they just kind of relax and lean on their running backs and, and take it slow, like they have been, then maybe that's more of their formula. But anyway, playing good enough to win. But I also think that Dallas is a team that's set up to have a fairly simple system quarterback that can just execute stuff. doesn't need to be a superstar. Who are you but taking then? That's not nothing against Dak. Nothing yeah. against Dak. But I, I'm going to take the Rams in this okay. one <laughs> after all that, <laughs> Me that too. I said about Dallas. Me too. All right. All right. But yeah. So I, I'm taking the Rams. I think they have a bounce back week again. Um, they do. Their offense looks a little bit lost without another wide receiver. And Allen Robinson has been kind of disappointed. He looks kind of toasted, um, unfortunately, because he. On that Cooper Cush. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I'm going to go with L.A. on that one. All right, last up, Miami at New York Jets. Anyone want to make a case for the Jets here? This was the next Crickets. closest game spread-wise on the docket. Anybody for well, the Jets? Zach Wilson might be the best wide receiver on the New York Jets right now. Um, <laughs> but 
That's funny. No, you know, no actually, surprisingly, they've had some decent wide receiver play. I know we haven't seen a lot of Jets football, but you know, Garrett Wilson, Davis. Yeah, yeah. Corey well, I was Davis. talking Braxton Berrios. No, Corey, Corey Davis. Berrios, but yeah. yeah, Corey Davis. Too. Yeah. So they've got at least some guys after really not having anybody besides Jameson well, Crowder. I feel like Brees Hall is not. Yeah, not awful. Not too bad. Either. Not too bad. But no, there's no conceivable way that I even with Teddy Jets. Bridgewater at quarterback for Miami, you think no. right? Yeah, Nate Peterman could Teddy be playing quarterback for the yeah. Dolphins. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys on that one. Just needed to set anybody up. All right, sweet. Those are our picks for this week. We're going to get a break in here real quick, and we'll be back with some Brando's bets. So stick around. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent... You want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Time for Brando's Bets. Financial advice, please gamble responsibly. Last week, the game played out in ways that I don't think anybody here expected. Uh, which is crazy for Brandon Smith because Josh Allen did put up two touchdowns, but just because one was on the ground and Steph Diggs had wet hands, Brandon's bet didn't cash. But Devin Singletary smashed the over of his receiving yards last week. The whole game, right, is kind of a wash, quote unquote, due to the the rain, the way it turned out, the way the offense looked to start the game. But this week, I have seen that DraftKings put a lot more props up already so we can kind of play around a little bit more. Um, I believe this might be the first bet that I have placed for Brando's bets that's minus odds, but it's only minus 120. So it's as close to, you know, it's pretty close to even money here. I got, um, okay, well, when, we, when you start one and three, we just got to start doing... We need something. We, <laughs> we need, need something. a snowball to start rolling down the hill here and uh, pick up some steam. So When was the last time that Josh had less than two passing touchdowns, though? Seriously. I don't know. I, it's question. been a lot of games. I bet. Interesting. I yeah. uh, I was curious after I... When I was doing some uh, work for an article, the stats with Josh rushing... Do you want to know what Josh's record is when the Bills score a... Do you know what the Bills record is when Josh scores a rushing touchdown on the ground? Oh, geez. Probably pretty good. It's very good. 18 and 2? Higher. 22 and... 30 and 2? No. I'll just tell you. I believe it's 26 and 5 based on the math that I did. So, with that being said, 
no TJ Watt either, which the Steelers, I believe, I think they're 0-8 now without TJ Watt on their defense. They go from almost a full elite defense to a huge below average defense. So that changes a lot for us this Sunday. TJ Watt, last time we played the Bills, right? He kind of had multiple big time plays against us. So I expect this offense to be able to move the ball, score points, and do what they want to do to this Steelers team. So as right now I look at the line, we have the money line is crazy. The bills are minus 1100. So you're not getting any money there. But if you're on DraftKings and you do the same game parlay, you take a look at Josh Allen passing yards over 229, right? I believe he's averaging somewhere north of 300 yards per game. So I like that. I got the bills at minus six and a half on an alternate spread just to you know just to we're we're not being crazy here i think we all think that they're going to cover the spread but just for the purpose of the same game parlay of being conservative here and then um over 23 and a half and that puts us at minus 110 so it's real close not a huge amount of risk that goes into this bet so we would have over 229 passing yards for josh allen the Bills minus six and a half and over 23 and a half points for Brando's bet of the week this week against the Steelers, the Mike Tomlin well-coached team. And if you hadn't heard yet, Mike Tomlin and Sean McDermott go back to their college days. Uh, we hear that every single year. And Sean McDermott, I think, is a superior coach, is a superior team. And this bet hopefully cashes in here. I don't even, you know, I'm not a financial advisor here, but I like it. Nice. Nice. I was looking up the, uh, the Josh Allen stat. Okay. La- anyway, last year, how many games out of the schedule do you think Josh passed for less than two TDs in a win? One in a win. Well, I know the Falcons, Falcons game, game. Yeah. Didn't throw any touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's, that's game, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So only one time last year, obviously the other times were like Jacksonville and, Um, the New England win game and the other one was the Steelers opener, but so that's pretty secure, you know, generally speaking. Yeah. You know, 14 out of 17 games usually I think is what he averages over that number. So got unlucky on that, but you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles when you bet sports. Yeah. The other thing I like, I know we see Khalil Shakir only made two catches for 20 something yards in the game, but his odds for a touchdown are plus 190. So you never know in this offense who's going to get their number called in the red zone. So I like I that. I will say plus, plus 190. That is low. I, mean, I think that's, that's low. That's low. Those odds yeah. should be higher. Yeah. I would think. Well, sweet. I like Brando's bet this week. I am, Pat, you're, you're definitely going to, you're going to bet that this weekend, right? It sounds like a lock. Is there any sort of uh bet code out there for our listeners this week? <laughs> Well, you can always sign up for DraftKings using NABP. We don't have a read this week, but yep. If you're going to sign up, use code NABP. Right on. Sweet. Well, you guys know where to find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. We'll see you guys on Wednesday, hopefully celebrating another win. Uh, but until then, have fun watching the game and go Bills. Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. Go Bills.